All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to the show. You ready to talk about some stuff? You ready? Are you, are you, are you, are you sure? Are you sure? I hope so. Let's do this. All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and get right into this thing. Here's the question of the day. Are you sure? Are you sure? That's an important question. And it covers almost any choice you've ever made, right? Anything you believe, right? You can sit there and you can go, hmm, I wonder if I'm, or am I sure about that? Am I sure? And here's the, here's the caveat. And this is why this plays such an important role in your life, right? Because we make choices based on what, we, what we're sure of. Right? We make choices based on the uh, the projection of an outcome. In other words, we're we're making choices of buying that house because you know it's, we, well, you need a house, and of course that house is going to make me happy, and of course everything that comes along with it is going to make me happy. So there I am, and and we we're in it. But I'm going to ask you: Are you sure? Are you sure? And of course the other question is: Compared to what? Right? Compared to what? Let's start talking about it. I got a little irritated this morning. I'm kind of buzzing up about it. Um, the political environment. It's just, I just, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit scared, a little bit nervous about it. Um, you think about the candidates we have, and of course the superstar candidate, Donald Trump. No one, no one wants to talk bad about him, and I'm not going to talk. I don't know the man. I don't know the man well enough to talk bad about him, but I can, I can definitely make some observations based on what, what I see, right? So when we think about placing this man in office again, right? we're thinking about because you seen what he did last time well man he kicked their ass didn't he sure he did sure he did he did all kinds of things all kinds of stuff no one else would have ever imagined doing right and we're thinking hmm yeah that's that's the guy i want in the office i want i want that guy's finger on the button he's pretty volatile oh yeah he'd blow shit up in a heartbeat huh are you sure are you sure i mean not to not to and, and i'm not bashing one side or the other because the other side is just as bad you got those democrats and of course they're over there they got their nose in other business they're working their angle he's working his angle from the top he's going to be the most powerful in the world right he's going to be similar to a lot of other people i just hope he doesn't uh i hope he doesn't actually do what those other people did once they rose to that type of power where they got all these people and they're just like willing to do anything for them you, you remember anybody remember anybody like that Oh, maybe uh, Hitler, maybe? I, I don't know. Stalin, I don't know. Lenin, I don't know. Huh. Democrats on the other side, they're working it from the bottom. They're over there. Hey, we're just going to pollute their minds when they're in school. We're going to go ahead and push this agenda where we're getting in conversations with them about whether you're a boy or a girl. Now, hypothetically, of course, I don't want to get anybody's business, but here's something to think about. Think about what's at stake with that. That's almost as big as AI. Can you imagine for a second that if I can actually reduce your personal worth by simply saying, "Oh, you know, you're no, maybe you're maybe maybe you're a girl. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're a boy." And whether the whether the outcome is never about the about the child, right? It's always about the outcome, right? You get them all caught up in some confusion, some idea that just consumes them. Because let's face it, if you're a guy and you think you're a girl, that's going to be kind of a weird thing, right? It's going to occupy a lot of your time if you're, try- if you're confused, right? You're just like, well, I don't know if I'm a girl or a boy. Oh, my God, I don't know, right? Huh. You don't need them to do anything. You just don't need them. You, just, you, you, you don't need them for anything beyond just going and keeping them confused. So they, they're preoccupied, right? And then, of course, there's the other question. Why would my why would educators and that is people who are supposed to be teaching math fundamentals right teaching my child how to be 
successful in the functions of the world, why would, why would someone that's hired to do that, works for me, would be talking about their sexuality? Hmm. You think? You think it's because they care about that child so much they just have to help them out? Hmm. I wonder who came, well, who came up with that idea? I mean, anyway, and, and what was the rationale? I mean, do you remember the hearings about it, how they just decided, hey, listen, this is what we're going to get our noses involved in, and hey, public, I, I represent you. What do you think about us telling your children, hey, it's okay just to be whatever. In fact, identity neutral, just be, be nothing if you want. I mean, huh, it's, it's probably, probably work out as good as the Internet. Wow. Are you sure? A little aggressive for most people. You want to be entertained? Huh? You want to be entertained? Let's go ahead and talk about it. Talk about it. So I'm, I'm an advocate of relationships. Relationships are important. You're in a relationship for a reason. Why are you in your relationship? That's because you love them. It's because, you, you know, you, they're pretty. You're pretty. You know, got kids together, right? All those good reasons. Huh. I'm in a relationship because it makes my makes my life better and of course you say are you sure because that's what you're going to come out with are you sure i mean oh yeah i think i'm pretty i'm pretty sure we you know work gets done things get done around our house and there's not any conversation about it there's no debate about who's going to cook supper i just i do it if it's i feel like doing it and she does it when she wants to and we just have this rhythm the laundry gets done the vacuuming gets done i get to do what i want to do she gets to do what she wants to do and you know the best part of all how good it feels to hang out and talk to each other, to hear each other's story, to try and elevate each other, because that's what I do. That's what this is all about. I'm not sure what kind of message anyone's getting from this, but the point I'm trying to make here is simple. Hey, listen, you can do better. You're, you're happy. You wouldn't change a thing. Are you sure? You've got everything you want. You can't imagine having anything get a little better. Are you, are you sure? Hmm. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. I want to give you something. I'm going to go ahead and give you, we're going to break this down. I'm going to repeat this a couple different ways because I want to make sure that it sinks in. Here's the deal. You can pick anything in the world you want to do, anything you want to accomplish in the world, and you, you have all of the tools you need to accomplish it. And, of course, where we get stuck up in is that you're, it's pretty easy to live your life. Let's just face it. It's not rocket science to live your life. Yes, it's work. Yes, there's a lot of things you don't enjoy doing, but, you know, you, you show up every day. It's not a lot of hard thinking or problem solving. You kind of know how it works. So when I say, when I say, hey, listen, how about changing something? What's the first thing you think? First reaction you have? First reaction most people have, you ain't telling me what to do, man. Don't tell me what to do. Like, well, I'm not really trying to tell you what to do. Well, I'm, I'm giving you some advice. I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting something. If you're going to do shit, why don't you make it shit that's fun? I mean, I got to forgive me, but that's exactly what this exchange is. I'm, I'm over here. I'm showing you, hey, listen, you're doing shit. You're going to do shit every day from now till the t- time you die, till the day you die. Uh, why don't you make some of it cool? And you look at me, you're all confused. And you're going, are you sure? Ain't no way nobody, I don't know anybody who does that. Come on. Oh, I don't know anybody. Not everybody I know does it exactly like I do, so that has to be the best way to do it. Really? Are you sure? Hypothetically, let's just say, hypothetically, that instead of buying all the crap you have, 
you have the job and you have all the money that you had when you bought before you bought all the crap that you have, right? And I call it crap because a lot of it is. I guarantee you, you got boxes of stuff in the garage. That's crap. All right. The things you use aren't my microphone, this podcast said this, this isn't crap. The leaves in the corner of the yard, that's crap. And the reason it's crap is because it doesn't give you anything in return. Right? So imagine you have all of the resources, you just don't have all of the obligations, and you look at your life. Would you have actually chosen to spend an entire weekend mowing weeds or mowing a lawn or raking or doing any number of a gazillion things you'd be doing if you just, that because of your choice, right? I mean, the answer would probably be no, I'm thinking. I mean, if you, if you pick fishing over, over mowing weeds, I mean, think about it. If you could change all that, I mean, would you plug the fishing or maybe golfing or something into it instead? Of course you would. A fool would. Because it makes your life better. It makes the entire existence better. Why? Because, well, you're kind of having some fun doing what you love to do. Now, the question is why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you fishing on the weekends instead of doing yard work? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, as it turns out, it's because everybody else does yard work on the weekend. I mean, that's what we all do. It came with the, well, it kind of comes with the house. Well, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to come with the house. You don't have to have a lawn. Have rock brought in. You can have the whole thing paved. See, here's the deal. We jump into this thing, and if you had all those resources, the truth is you don't need a big-ass house if you don't love spending time in your big-ass house. If you, if you talk about mountain biking and you think about fancy trucks and about fishing and golfing, then what I would do is I'd start from there as far as building my life. And granted, there are some things you have absolutely no choice in. I mean, let's face it. If you have a job, which you should have, you're in that job. It doesn't matter. You, you can make plans to change it, you can make plans to take a different direction and even making that better for yourself or even simpler than that. Imagine for a second that you just change the reason that you work. You change the reason you show up every day. I mean, you, 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 you hate your job right now. I mean, it sucks. It's not any fun to go to. You know everything about it. Let me ask you a question. Are you sure? Are you sure you're, you're over there and you're running your press or doing whatever you're doing and then you look around and you're like, well, there isn't, you know, this job is just, I'm just where I am. Well, that's not because there isn't someplace else to be. I promise that. That's because you're not looking around and seeing it. You want to make a good job or a bad job better? You want to make it better? Change the reason you do it. See, I'm all about climbing mountains and I don't care whether it's a, a proverbial mountain or a real mountain. I'm about getting to the top right so when i look at my employment and even this right i'm working it i'm going to do everything i can i'm waking up every day and i'm looking at the angle on it how it should be delivered how it should be done and i'm working to get better and i'm reading about it and what is that about in my case it's just about rocking it why the hell not i'm already here like i said in the beginning right you're going to do something from the time you wake up today until the time you go to bed why not make it something good why not make it something friggin' good? I mean, you, you don't have to. And the reason we don't, 
you like fishing, why aren't you fishing? All kinds of things you love to do, why aren't you doing them? Why Why not? Why You can't afford to. Well, you got all these other things you have to do. Huh. Three elements of, of life that are essential for making any choice. You need to have time, you need to have money, and you need to have energy. And the more of those three things you have, the better your life gets. The more the more choices you have. How does that look? If you if let's imagine for a second you had no obligations for now for the next six months. Absolutely no obligations. Your time, every bit of your time was yours. Can you imagine what you could do with it? Now add into that the fact that can you imagine that you have all of the income you're gonna make in the next six months in the bank, sitting there just waiting. Can you imagine how much you could do? How many opportunities you'd have? How many experiences you could have? And let's talk about the energy now. Talk about the energy. If you had six months free clear calendar and then you had six months of income sitting there in the bank just waiting for you, how energized do you think you'd be? How energized do you think you'd be about getting some stuff done, maybe going to Europe, maybe going to the Caribbean, maybe learning how to snorkel or scuba dive or do any of those things that you've, you've kind of looked at and been lingering in the back of your mind amid all the distractions? And what's the first thing that comes to mind when I suggest that? Well, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Sure you can. I mean, again, we're back to that question. Are you sure? Are you sure you can't, you, you can't do that? Are you sure? What do you suppose it would take? Hmm. Well, you, it would take trying to figure out how to eliminate the obligations you have. Sandy and I did it. We were over there living in a big house, had three quarters of an acre, had a cow and all kinds of crap. We had boxes of crap in our garage and in our, we had stuff in our closets and crap in the yard. And, and we just said, well, you know what? I kind of know what I like my life. Want. I want my life to look like. And ours was, we, we started traveling in an RV, right? The process is simple. Where are you at and where are you going? We were sitting in a house with all kinds of crap and where we wanted to be was in an RV on the road. Well, what would be one of the first steps we needed to do? We kind of need to make a plan. I need to get a reason going here, start exploring it and thinking about it, getting excited about it, because that's what's going to be essential to our success, right? You got to get excited, got to get energized about what you're getting ready to do so that pretty soon you're always thinking about it. You're talking about it. You're kind of making those little decisions like, hey, listen, I'm going to, we're going to go over here or tonight, let's watch some videos about RV life. We're going to figure this out, right? And you know what happens when you, when you do that? All of a sudden, you start getting kind of excited, and there's energy, and the more you think about it and the more you value it, the better the idea gets. And that's the cool part about this process. It doesn't matter what it is. You can actually talk yourself into the worst idea in the world just by imagining how great it's going to be. That's how powerful it is. And then we started making small steps. Well, what would we have to do? Well, if we're going to live on the road, we don't need that those boxes of crap in the garage. We don't need all that crap in the in the closets and we certainly don't need this house right we, we don't need to be dragging this around with us or having this ball and chain and of course this is the this is the point that the investment conversation comes in well yeah yeah maybe that house is a good investment that may very well be it may very well be in fact you're you're probably absolutely right but my question that we have to ask is um if that's if you're not if you're not looking to be an investor not looking to have to deal with that amid the adventure that you're going on, then what's, 
what's the what's the problems with 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 eliminating it with getting it out of the way you you can always come back to it right and why aren't we why aren't we able to maintain that focus we can't see it and the reason we can't see it this is the tough part about this whole conversation because this is again when people go i don't want to hear this I don't want to hear this. You know, I got this. I got this theory about why God said six days we shall labor and the seventh day we shall rest. Something of that nature. I'm paraphrasing. Forgive me for all you folks out there that know way more about the Bible than I do. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I think He gave us that day of the seventh day to rest because He knew that the world was going to be so complicated like it is now that we're going to need some time to think about us. Right? We're going to need some time to figure out who we are and what the truth is and and we need to reintegrate our connection with kindness and with love and with compassion and with empathy and with all those important components that represent the ideas and principles that are are being taught right if you've read the bible you kind of understand there ain't anybody in there screaming anybody else like that right it's all based on a a real solid concept and that's you know if you're kind to people and you're helpful to people um it makes the world a better place which is, of course, the other issue, right? Are you, do you walk around every day kind to people? With a kind heart, eager to speak to them, eager to acknowledge them, just looking for eye contact? Why not? Why not? I mean, of all the expressions you can have on your face, a, a smile wouldn't be bad. I mean, that's not. I mean, not a bad expression actually. It works pretty good in most settings. And it, it, and it, and actually, here's the funny part about it. You do realize that you'll go throughout your entire day and you'll never bump into or rub elbows with a single terrorist. You'll go spend a week walking around in your world doing what you do, and you'll never come in contact with a mass shooter. You'll go spend, you'll spend months or even years or an entire lifetime living where you are and you'll never be wiped out by a storm. You'll never be attacked. We're walking around like we're scared. Don't, won't talk to you. Don't talk to him. No, don't talk to him. He's different than me. No, no, I'm not. I didn't do it, man. I didn't do it. I'm just a nice guy. Did I tell you about my wife that I love so much? Before you shoot me, did I tell you about my my children that I'm so proud of? Before you rob me, before you do that evil thing you're going to do to me? It isn't happening. That's just someone's grandma. That's, that's Bill and his wife, right? And they're right in front of you, and they have family and kids just like you. And you know what's funny is they look at you, and they're kind of scared. And if you look at them, you're kind of... You, oh. I don't know. I don't know if we should talk to him. We shouldn't probably talk to him. What the hell? Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you sure? I, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. We need friends, right? You need someone. You need, you're going to need some help someday. You're going to need to give someone some help someday. I mean, we, we <laughs> if anything, we need to be buddying up to it's the people around us. I mean, imagine, there you are. You got that couple at the counter of a grocery store. They're older, and all of a sudden you see some guy come in with a gun. They might, they, those two people might need a little help. They might need a little guidance. They might need a little protection. Uh, 
I'm walking around all, all afraid. And of course, the, what's funny about this whole conversation is, is the people that we should be afraid of, we should, we should throwing up the red flag going, man, I don't know about this dude. It isn't, it isn't the people in our neighborhoods. It isn't even the people that we come in contact with every day. It's the people we're listening to. And of course, I fall into that group. I am right there in that group with you, with those people, because I'm actually having a conversation with you. But here is the question. You might think that this is a manipulation in order for me to get something from you, but I haven't asked you for anything. No way. No, haven't asked you for a thing. I'm just trying to get you to think, trying to break the cycle, trying to get you to go, you know, I keep telling people I'm happy and I'm, I'm doing all these things that of course represent happiness. But I, now that I think about it, I'm not really, I'm not really that happy. I mean, it's okay. You don't have to be happy. The best thing we could probably do is admit it, though. And, of course, not even, not even that. Let's forget about the happiness part of it because that's just a small, that's a small thing there. Let's talk about the energy that you have, the excitement that you woke up to this morning on Saturday. Did you wake up excited? Did you and your partner wake up giggling and laughing? Good morning. How'd you sleep, baby? And over there talking about your day and what you're getting ready to do and all the cool things in life? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, maybe you did, but think about it. Are you sure? Can you imagine what it would feel like to do that? Imagine what it would feel like just to wake up in the morning and you look at your partner and you are back in love like when they first met, like when you first met. Hypothetically, how would you do it? Just hypothetically. Obviously, that's not that big of a deal, is it? Getting it so good you never have to worry about divorce. Getting it so good you never have to worry about being yelled at. Getting it so good she never cries again. Getting it so good that everything just gets twice as easy as it is now because you're working together twice as good. Hmm. How would you do that? Talking about that kindness thing and that vision and that being able to see where you're going. Where would where would be a good story to build around that that one idea? I think it'd be a great story if you could actually say, well, I've been married 43 years. That's what I want to do. I say, I want to be married 50 years and I want to have her smile at me every time she sees me and be excited to spend time with me and do all those wonderful things we love to do. Just start being a better version of you. It's not real difficult. You know how to do it. You know how to do it. And the reason I know that is because that's how you caught her in the first place. That's how you hooked him in the first place. You got her smiling and you was nicer than hell and you always smell good and, and your makeup was all good and yeah, and there you go. You working out at the gym, you're a badass, right? That's all it takes. Remember back when you first got together? You'd do anything for her. Yeah, here, let me get that door for you. Wipe her feet off, wash her feet, do whatever it takes, right? That's just where you were and you were enjoying it. It wasn't this thing, oh crap. It was something you enjoyed. And why aren't you hooking up like that? Why aren't you rolling like that when you look at each other right now? It isn't because you can't. It's because you're not doing what you used to do that got you there, and you're not dreaming about what it could be like. See, the ticket here, and it all lies in the story, has to be where you're going. When you make where you're going more exciting than where you are, 
and you can visualize that and you can feel that, guess what? It doesn't get real difficult for you to take your life from where it is now to where you're going. And, of course, my point, simple point, think about it. If I were to call you up, let's say we're college buddies, and I was to call you up, I was going to say, hey, man, what's up? Hey, listen, we're going to be in town tomorrow. Oh, it would be uh, Friday morning. We'll be in town about 4 o'clock in the morning. Get your stuff ready, and we'll go skiing. We'll go snowboarding up at Monarch, man. We'll go score, snowboarding up there at, in Vail, right? That's where we're headed. Spend the weekend up there getting it done, right? And it's Thursday night at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. How much work would you, how much struggle would you have to go digging all your shit out and work till three in the morning to get all your crap ready so the boys can pick you up at four and you can spend the weekend snowboarding? <laughs> I know that ain't fair, but it's the truth, right? It's the truth. When you're talking about your relationship, I mean, when it's, when it's that cool, when you can imagine just, just friggin' being in love, right? Just enjoying it. All of a sudden, the fact that you're not enjoying it, that you're not getting along as good as you are, you could right now, or as good as you would like to, all of a sudden, that doesn't seem very cool anymore. And before you know it, you're going to be right where you want to be, because when we, when we can see where we're going, we can start picking out a way to get there. When we're excited about where we're going, we can actually get disenchanted with where we are. And that's when the action starts. Man. Let me make it easy for you. When you wake up tomorrow morning, tell yourself one thing. I'm going to be kind to me. I'm going to be kind to her. I'm going to be kind to me. I'm going to be kind to him. doesn't matter. Right? Say, that, say those words. And then when you lay your head down at night, every night, ask yourself, was I kind to me? Was I kind to her? And spend some time thinking about it. And you can substitute any words you want for the rhythm. But the thing is, you say that, those words to you the same way, the same time every day, and you ask yourself those questions, and all of a sudden, you're going to start finding answers to them. You're going to start remembering those words, and you start thinking to yourself, hmm, you're going to be looking at that job, and all of a sudden, you're going to realize, wait a minute, I don't really like my manager at all. In fact, he kind of sucks. But instead of just walking around all grumbling about it, you make a decision, hmm, I'm going to be better than him. I'm going to do his job, and then some. In fact, I think I'll just take his job. Now, some people say, well, that's mean. Well, I don't know. I don't know the... It's the, the the strongest in the jungle survive, right? I mean, it, I don't know. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be bad for the people that ended up working for you, now would it? Because you're a nice guy, right? You you know how to you understand how to do it and make sure everyone is excited about it. Hmm. It's really that easy. I promise it is. If you're um, if you're ready to get started on this thing, I wanna I wanna invite you to jump in here. Um, I think part of the struggle that we have is breaking away from all the noise, all of the distractions long enough to actually accept the power that comes from spending time with yourself. And I think part of that is our ability to reignite our fire for the people around us. You, If there was anything we need right now, we need love, we need kindness, we need acceptance, and we need unity. And, of course, we need to stop listening to all the bullcrap that's going on and all these stories and allowing the world to decide what we think. I, I kind of know what I think. I kind of know what I think. And you hear it every day, and it's because, well, it's working for me. I was, I'm married to my wife 43 years on the 24th. I have three successful children. My wife and I retired at 54. We live debt-free. We have as many choices as anyone in the world because we don't owe anybody anything. We have nothing tying us down, and we have the ability and the energy to move any direction we want. I don't think there's anything more liberating than that. But 
When you take a look at your decisions and how you spend your time and where you think it's taken you and where you think your choices are going to deliver to you, you got to ask yourself one question. you got to make sure it's clear. you got to ask yourself, are you sure? Are you sure that's where you're going to end up? Right? I'm kind of nervous about the election. I hate to see what's going to happen if Donald Trump doesn't get elected. I hate to see what's going to happen if he does. Not to say that's not true for the other side. Uh, Joe Biden, um, definitely not a candidate. You'd be running out and supporting, right? But, I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's kind of a cartoon, really. Um, make sure that the decisions you make are actually truly in the best interest of you and the people you love. That's all I'm saying. Try some kindness. I guarantee it'll take you a long long way. Hey, until next time, my name is Chris Saquez, and this is your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.